0: to Ask the Doula's Podcast. I am Alyssa and I'm excited to be here with Gabby today. How are you? Hi, I'm great, Alyssa. So we met like, what, a couple months ago yes. at, um, was it the mom ring? We did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we got to talking and you own a lovely little bridal shop. I shouldn't call it little. We'll talk about that in another episode. Um, but you have three children? I have two. Have two and and children.
1: for a fur baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: Which you didn't birth that one. Didn't birth that one, yeah. (laughs) I just kind of wanted to talk about your story. So our moms who are pregnant love hearing positive birth stories. Um, and it's not to say that even though your birth story, the outcome might be positive, that there weren't crazy things that happened and, right. you know, along the way. But um, I think there's so many people telling you, oh, just wait until, you know. Right. And they tell you negative things about pregnancy, about labor and delivery, about postpartum. And then every year as your kid grows, oh, you just wait until. <laughs> so I like to give our listeners some positive stories um, so I guess tell me about tell me about your kids. How old are they now?
1: I have um, I have two kids. My oldest, um, Aurora, she was born um, 2011, so she's gonna be six this year. And my youngest, Andres, he's gonna be three this year. So 2016. They're a good amount apart, but um, still kind of fighting the ages right there
0: yeah what was it like having a three-year-old and a newborn
1: I think it was she had she had just surpassed the age of needing me 100% all the time she was starting to be independent and she was very involved and loving but there was still kind of that balance of like she's still not um 100% independent but it was, I, I liked that. I liked that space. I wouldn't go meet personally any closer. I know I have friends and moms that are like, I just like to have my baby super close so that I'm having babies, you know, all at the same time. And I'm like, that is, sounds very overwhelming. It's, I think it's overwhelming yeah. in that
0: stage. Yeah. I was actually just talking to a girlfriend today who did that and she's like, it was so overwhelming. I can't, I, I don't even know how I made it through. Yeah. She goes, but now, it's so easy. Like, they're all within the same age range, and they're all independent, and they just go play outside for
1: two hours together. Yeah, So I can see the beauty of both ends, I guess. Yeah, and now, since she's a little bit different, she's still kind of interested in what he's interested in, and can also watch him a relative amount of, Mm -hmm. you know, she's kind of on the lookout a little bit, so she's enjoying that responsibility of like, I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't do that. Oh yeah, my daughter's <laughs> six and she would love to be a big sister. Yeah, she's like, don't do that. Or she'll run inside like, mom, okay, let's bring it, let's, let's, let's go through the emergency levels here. <laughs> Not everything is 100% red flag, houses on fire, emergency, but.
0: So how were your deliveries with both of them? Were they pretty similar or completely different?
1: They were, they were relatively similar. I, um, I like to take a look at Kind of like all the possibilities so when i originally was planning to get pregnant and got pregnant i was like give me all the drugs let's set a date for the delivery just give me all the drugs and it'll be quick and simple and i'll be in and out and i'll look great you know in a week it'll be <laughs> it's fabulous perfect, yes right? it'll be fabulous <laughs> um and as i started reading up more on it and because of my tendencies already so for example my back's always kind of been um sore and pain or kind of a little bit on the more delicate side um and I started seeing you know the complications with medications and where they go and how they go and how they affect you I started to explore a more natural way more hands-off with still keeping in mind you know if I need it that's open so not Mm -hmm. not ever being like I don't want it no matter what um but just being like I want to go in with the mindset of as much hands-off as possible and then um with the nurses and the doctors, because I trusted them, if it really needed to be done, or if I needed a medication or an intervention, then I was okay with doing that. Um, and it was relatively the pregnancy itself. I was sick, 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 sick. sick. I think I lost weight um, until the last couple months, month or two. And she was right on time. And it was it was a relatively. I don't know if it's long, but it was almost like a 12, 20 hour like. Com- from start to finish um but i think the active labor maybe was maybe six hours it wasn't a lot of pain it seemed like i don't even i can't even tell you how long it was but it was um the active on labor wasn't that long and did you end up begging for an epidural no i no. didn't um what ended up happening is they gave me state all at the last stages because i would ref- i was refusing to sit down mm-hmm. to lay down um because it just hurt so much more okay so when the contraction started um i they put me like in the little tub Uh, but as it started to get more intense i just couldn't be sitting down so most of the labor my partner and i were just on our feet so i would be on my feet and then the contraction would come in and i would obviously like just collapse and he'd just kind of hold me (laughs) like underarms hold me um through the contraction and then the doctor's like you need to rest like you've been on your feet most of the labor i was like i can't like it hurts like they try to lay me down and he's like no like it was just not good um but it definitely helped me rest once I took the medicine. Um, and I don't want to say it took the pain away, but it definitely helped ease the transition from mm-hmm. the standing up and kind of like the anxiety of like, if I lay down, it's going to hurt more. Mm-hmm. Um, and she came and it was I just kind of was like, everybody focus. <laughs> don't talk to me, focus. Um, and uh, she just... She was delivered. There wasn't any complications. She came out great, and um, everybody in my family waited until we were in the other room to come in. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, who was in the room with you? Just just my partner at the time, okay. yes. Um, I was very um, adamant about that. In fact, my grandmother tried to come in a couple times, and she was like, do you need anything? I'm like, there's nothing you can <laughs> do. Please. I need some space. And I think it really helped me just focus on the moment and just continuously tell myself, like, you're supposed to, your body's meant to do this to go through it, don't panic. So mm-hmm. I just like to be like, don't panic. Just breathe out like you're supposed to do this. If something were to go wrong, someone's going to tell you. You're, they're going to let you say, hey, something's wrong. We're going to intervene. But as long as I'm like, you know, they're kind of just, hey, everything's okay. I'm trusting my environment and my body that this is what it's supposed to do.
0: So was that an intentional intentional decision to only have you and your partner in the room for your first baby? Yes. Because you wanted to focus.
1: Yes. And, and I feel like... Um, I get distracted. I would get distracted. And and my mom, I love her to death. She's great. She actually works in the emergency room. She's an interpreter. But when it comes to family emergencies, she gets really panicky. And um, at that time with my daughter, she was actually in Florida. So it wasn't um, too bad. It was just my grandma kind of coming in. And I think after the second time, I was like, i'll see you when it's done (laughs) please i'm fine there's nothing really i guess in my head it's kind of like what can you really do and i have friends that have everybody in there like the photographer and the neighbor and they great they love it they just want all the hugs and kisses and like and i just want everybody like we're here to work Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're here to get from a to b but we're gonna do it um so i told everybody you cannot be out until i'm in the next room and for the most part they listened and I'm, minus grandma twice minus grandma twice. I think she was just you know I think it. it's definitely shocking your loved ones want to like how can I make it better well how I mean. did your
0: partner react because oftentimes they're the ones who yeah. you know
1: the, I want to fix this I want to yeah. help and there's nothing I can do um, we have been together for a while and I, I definitely I um, have a just in my life in general when it when I'm sick or whatever I have the same kind of reaction so he kind of knew that I was gonna need specific help and we kind of were like I he knew and he knew that if I needed something I would ask or that like for example he really he was just there literally as a support because I was on my feet and then the next time he was just there to make sure I was like I just need you to make sure that um if I cannot vocalize what I want This is what I want, that we have decided together. Um, And he was just kind of there, vigilant, just checking, um, which kind of also brought me a little bit of um, peace of mind. That's like, I have someone that isn't trying to deliver a baby. Um, I think they were like seven, eight, and then my other one was like eight, seven. They were. But in your head, you were probably like, this must be a 12. Whatever's (laughs) coming out, I'm doing it, and he's not, and he can say, go through the checklist, um, because I'm very. I like to take charge. And so that in that point there was only one thing that I was gonna be able to focus on. And Mm -hmm. so we we had talked about it and I think he definitely I I have a very like, don't get close to me unless (laughs) um unless I need it kind of vibe when I'm in pain. Um, but again I was just keep I just kept thinking like this is something that um happens, that's supposed to happen, that you're meant to happen your body's like prepared for even though you've never personally gone through it before but it's supposed to kind of go this route so
0: how did that affect baby number two knowing you've been through this before you
1: knew your pain threshold did that help i thought i actually thought i was not as far along than i actually was um with both of them so don't time your contractions in your head and make sure you're using um, (laughs) an actual timer um and with my son they i got in they're like when i got in they were like um do you want medication do you want some state all right now i was like oh no i still have time i've only been here a couple hours like without with my daughter i was here it wasn't till like midnight or you know till i got stayed off so i still have a couple hours of labor And, um, they didn't say anything. They're like, okay, fine. You don't want medicine right now. We understand. Um, and then when it started getting worse and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. (laughs) And they were like, you're too far along. And I'm like, wait, what do you, what do you mean? It hasn't been that long. I had already labored outside of the hospital longer and, the, and I must have been dilated much faster obviously because mm-hmm. that was my second right. um, so I, it was kind of a shock to be like wait I'm not this is going to happen without anything so with my son I didn't have any medication um, and he just kind of I don't think the doctor kind of was a little she didn't even have time to put gloves on because when they were like you don't need a medication you're following I'm like oh and then a little bit after that like less than 30 minutes I was like it's time I can be like you, you have to wait till you feel pressure I'm like yes i'm checking i'm checking it off <laughs> yes and they're like no it's gonna be a little bit and then the doctor you know they come in so relaxed they are so relaxed and i'm like it's ma'am it's you should <laughs> probably move along and she sits in her little stool and i'm just kind of watching her like this is she shouldn't be this calm because i'm feeling it it's coming she's coming and she, she literally turns "Oops, i'm sorry she turns around and she's like, let me put my gloves on it. I'm like, nope. And she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh my God. And she just, she's like, okay. And she catches, she's like, he comes out.
0: No gloves. He just,
1: no time. He, she didn't have time for gloves. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I mean, it kind of was a totally different um, experience. I mean, very quick. Yeah.
1: You probably wouldn't call it painless, but it no. was a lot less drawn out it was a lot less drawn out pain and i don't know if i was i don't say i was used to the pain um i i was in pain like the muscles on the inside of my legs had kind of just like decided they were too sore the whole pregnancy so i was in a lot of pain consistently kind of like jolts of pain Mm -hmm. um so i don't know if it was i was kind of used to pain and then it was a faster delivery and he was just kind of like i'm ready and he just slid right out
0: do you think sometimes that as first-time moms, since we don't know what to expect, our brains kind of tell us that it's going to be worse
1: than it is, or we think? I think it definitely contributes to that, to that. And, um, like, sitting down and talking to friends, and we—the stories are not there for us. Like, my friends and I are now being like, I wish somebody would have just had, like, to sit down and talk about— the actual labor. Like, honestly, not in a, I'm going to scare you, not in a warning, not in a, don't, you know, don't get pregnant because then, Mm -hmm. you know, labor's painful. But in a, let's go through everything, compare notes, so that you can be at least aware of what actually happens. Um, Be prepared for the pain. As as women, we have pain every month. Right. Some of us more than every month. Um, And I think we're much more capable, but we kind of have this, like, background fear of, labor and delivery and it just kind of like what are a few of those things that you
0: would say to a new mom who
1: has no idea i think that mostly would be educate yourself with actual facts like educate yourself and educate yourself um in how you yourself react to pain in just your everyday life are you squeamish are you not squeamish um how your partner kind of does that how you're gonna communicate like some people can't communicate when they're in pain so does that need to be talked about beforehand? Um, you might you're not going to know. You can bring your, you know, two hundred dollar, you know, ball to sit in. But I could not sit on the ball. Um, it wasn't mine. I didn't pay for it, so I was grateful that I didn't <laughs> invest in a birthing ball that I didn't um, need. So there's going to be so many switches. Just kind of learn to be a little bit more go with the flow. Because in the end, I want to say it's like the baby in your body that's going to be in charge of what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kept telling myself, like, eh, this is just breathe, breathe through it. Not because it's gonna minimize the pain, but because it's gonna help, like, focus mm-hmm. where I'm going, like, out of the pain.
0: Sounds so, um, like you could have benefited from our hypnobirthing class. Yeah. So it's like um, learning physiologically what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, like what's going on in your body, what's happening yeah. during a contraction, what's happening actually during, like, active labor. Yeah. But then, like you said, so you're a step ahead of most, knowing that let's talk about how I deal with pain and how I process things. And do I like right. to be touched? Do right. I not like to be touched? Do I hold on my tension here? Right. Um, so knowing that and talking to your partner about that ahead of time is a big part of what the hip class right. is about. Like let's focus on these things and practice. Yeah. How are we going to deal with that when we're in right. this situation?
1: Yeah. And you definitely have to, we we work so hard in preparing like the room and the baby and all this stuff. But, um, that moment is so small, comparatively speaking, but it's so intense and um, it can it can leave such a big mark if it does it if it gets too complicated. Mm-hmm. So I feel like being prepared for a lot of stuff makes it makes the load a little bit lighter. because it's already you already kind of have like the answers and you know what to expect and um, and I didn't realize that my doctor wasn't gonna be there until the very end. Um, So this whole time I'm like, I want my doctor. I've known her for a million years Mm -hmm. and we're best friends. Um, They didn't call her until the end. Um, And then when I realized the nurses were just fabulous. They're the ones that are going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. So it's great to have a great relationship with your doctor, but going into where you're going to give birth and seeing the support and the nurses, the support staff, I guess, depending where we give birth, they're kind of going to be there for the long run. And they're there, like, really invested in you because they're there with you the whole time.
0: Yeah, labor and delivery nurses are yeah, amazing. Yeah.
1: Which I was kind of worried that because I'm also going to be in a hospital, they were going to be like, we're going to wire you up and we're going to put you all the juices in you. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want, you know, but it wasn't like that at all. I, I didn't feel like forced into a certain, like, way that they were doing things.
0: Well, is there anything else that you would love to share? Or. Um,
1: I just. I wish we would trust our decisions more and be more confident in what we can handle, like, as far as labor and delivery. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, like, if you want that support group there around you and you know you need it and that's how you've been your whole entire life, like, you want mom and aunt and everybody and the dog, that's great. But if all of a sudden, because you're giving birth, everybody wants to sign up and come and take pictures... um, don't do it and it's it'll be a good first start to exactly parenting and (laughs) and and being with family Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not about you not loving or caring or that you don't want them involved ever in the life of the baby but um, that is such a critical moment that you can't have extra people that you're really not going to utilize or that you're going to kind of like feel like you're trapped in that room for a long time (laughs) Yeah, so often
0: family members can make us feel, like, guilt us yeah. into doing things yeah. that we don't feel are right. And yeah. this is, like you said, the first step in a very long journey of yeah. parenting where you have to do what's best
1: for you and your family yeah. and not for everybody else. Right. And you don't want, I mean, I would have probably been mad to see, like, my sister on her phone while I'm mid-contraction. Right. I would, like, slap that like, out of her. You better not be posting anything to <laughs> yeah. Facebook. like, how can you be relaxing? I'm mid-contraction. You know, let's not take, you know, let's not get angry. Let's just focus on you know on that I did the same thing so I totally understand it's I I, people are still hesitant to say Mm -hmm. you know they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and I think it's now that we're learning a little more emotional intelligence I think we can put responsibility on both parts Mm -hmm. one to say no and the other part to understand hopefully everybody understands if you want to draw that line for you to draw that line
0: right well, thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. We thank will you have you me. on again. I want to learn a little bit more about your business and what it's like. I love talking to moms who are business um, yes, I can't women wait. as well. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Again, this is Ask the Doulas. You can find us at GoldCoastDoulas.com, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks for
1: listening. These moments are golden.